What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth. Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth. Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth. But if you ask me why, can you trust the answer? From Spotswood, New Jersey, this is The Big Fib. And now, here's your host, Deborah Goldstein. Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the swift and adaptable persistence of perfected truth and the predatory and clawed attack of panting lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa. Hear ye, hear ye, step right up, get your listener question hot off the presses. Ooh, I love this town crier thing you've got going. You there, madame with the microphone. Oh, who, me? Yes, you, microphone lady. Press this button here and be the first on your block to play the listener question. (laughs) Okay, let's see, I'll, I'll just push this button here. Lisa. My name is Varia. I live in Massachusetts, and my question is, are you a real robot, or are you just a human acting as a robot? Oh, that's funny that Varia wants to... Hear ye, hear ye! Oh, right in the ear. Let it be known, on this day, for every day, going forward, henceforth, and so on, that I, Lisa, the live in-studio audience robot... I'm named suchly due to the sound effects I can produce robotically and mechanically as I am both robotic and mechanical, as well as far superior to any human in both ability and talent and looks. (laughs) Okay. Oh, you've really got to stop ringing that bell. Uh, Sorry, I, I, I had one more in me. Okay. Okay, well, now that we've established that you are, in fact, a robot and mechanical, I think we're ready for you to play the sound file explaining how our game works. Hear ye, hear ye. (laughs) Each week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert. The other... Um, I don't know how to yell liar. Liar! (laughs) And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who. Because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. At least we hope... What are we lying about today here, ye Deborah? <laughs> we are lying about cheetahs, long-legged big cats that are known to be the fastest land animal in the world. And we're going to learn all about cheetahs along with our contestant today. Who might that be, Lisa? Our human child contestant is an eight-year-old who volunteers at a rescue farm to feed an emu named Tuck Tuck, Eleanor Pratt. Welcome, Eleanor. How are you? Good. Excellent. Tell us, you feed an emu. What is an emu? They look like an ostrich in brown, and they Mm -hmm. have feet like chickens, but much bigger. They're a big bird, right? They're really big. They're like a bit smaller than an ostrich. But you're not afraid of it? No. It's friendly? Yeah. 
What do you feed, Tuck Tuck? Grapes, blackberries, and blueberries. Mmm, that sounds delicious. Once she got locked in the goat's pen, and we forgot to pluck the grapes, and since she has a beak, she can't pluck them, so she tried to pull them out, and they all fell on the ground, the goats ate them, and we had to go back to the feeding station and pluck all of them, and then bring it back up so she could eat it. Oh, well, she's lucky to have you. That's lovely. Deborah keeps me in the goat pen. I do not keep you in the goat pen, Lisa. <laughs> See what I have to work with here? Unbelievable. All right, well, we do want to learn a lot more about you, Eleanor, but we're going to do it playing our game, Two Truths and a Lie. So, Eleanor, you are going to tell us three things about yourself. Two of those things will be true, one will be a lie, and we have to try to figure out which is which. So, in no particular order, what are your two truths and a lie, Eleanor? I have a cat named Asha. I've seen sharks in the wild, and I love snow. Whoa, okay. I like snow too, but not when I have to shovel it. And I feel like it's much more believable that she'd see snow and have a cat than sharks. But I don't know. Could be a trick. What do you think, Lisa? Mm. Okay, well, uh, this one is pretty easy, and I'm surprised you even tried it. (laughs) Eleanor claims she's seen sharks in the wild, like she's just out for a hike, and there they are. And everyone (laughs) knows that sharks are in the water and not in the woods. So nice try. That one is the lie. I can't even (laughs) believe you tried it. Oh my gosh, I think I need to fix your programming, Lisa. I think she's just talking about seeing sharks in the wild in the water, but is that your final answer? Oh, wait, uh, like a forest in the water? Uh, no, not exactly. Like maybe she was. No, Deborah, there's no forest in the water. Nice try. <laughs> I'm sticking with my answer. Okay. Everyone's trying to trick me, but you got to get up pretty early in the morning to have a worm give you breakfast. Oh, goodness. I don't think that's the expression. All right. Let's find out, Eleanor, which of those things is actually a lie. I have a cat named Asha. Oh. What? Okay, does that mean you don't have a cat or it's not named Asha? I don't have a cat. I have a dog named Asha. Oh, sweet. A dog named Asha. Very sweet. But that means you do love the snow, correct? Well, that wasn't the one in question. Everyone loves the snow. So she's trying to tell me that she goes for a walk in the woods and you see sharks? All right, I guess you're going to have to explain this one to Lisa. We were in Miami and where they catch the fish, all the sharks gather because they throw the fish parts they don't need. And they're very small sharks. They're cute. They're cute small sharks that she's seen in the water. So you want me to believe that there are people throwing fish and then the sharks walk up and say, Hello, I'm a little shark. Can I have some fish? I just don't think that's true. Eleanor is saying that the sharks were in the water. She was on a boat. Is that correct? No, we were standing on the pier because they throw the fish parts they don't eat into the water and the sharks are come to eat it. Oh, the sharks are in the water? Yes. Oh, you know what? I think the one about the cat is the lie. <laughs> Too late. Ah. Eleanor fooled you, which means she's good at lying. And maybe she'll be good at finding our liar. So we are going to get on with our game and learn a little bit about cheetahs. Do you know much about cheetahs, Eleanor? Yes. You do. What's your favorite fact about cheetahs? How fast they are. Mm, super fast. Excellent. We're going to probably learn how fast that is. My favorite fact is that up until the age of two, they have six paws. No. And then two of them fall off. Incorrect. And then they get their grown-up paws. Incorrect. Clearly, Lisa is not our cheetah expert. So let us bring on our cheetah experts. Lisa, can you play some welcome music for our cheetah experts, please? 
Come on in, cheetah experts, run really fast, cause there's a cheetah behind you and they're super fast. Oh my gosh, we should lock the door, and then we lock the door, and yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, very good our first expert is shannon wild shannon please introduce yourself to eleanor hi eleanor my name is shannon wild and i'm a wildlife photographer thank you very much let's meet our second expert ryan bechtel ryan please introduce yourself to eleanor hey eleanor my name is ryan bechtel and i'm a conservationist working at the animal kingdom in walt disney world thank you very much Ooh, I'm feline good about that tune, Lisa. Perhaps. That's because it's hot seat time. Yes, it is. That is when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Eleanor's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? You know, Ryan is going to go on the hot seat first just because I want to go to Disney World. Come on, Ryan. Let's go. I don't blame you. All right, Eleanor, what is your first question for Ryan? Ryan, can you describe a typical day at your job? Well, I work primarily as a conservation consultant, but I also do field tours daily with the scout staff inside of the kingdom. And there's a region of land there that was developed specifically for the cheetahs to reside in. And it's my responsibility to make sure that their needs are being met daily and that any animal ethics that are put into play are always upheld. Lovely. Okay. Shannon, what are some things people get wrong about cheetahs? People assume that cheetah are the friendliest version of a big cat. So that's why they've been quite popular as pets, which is not a good thing. They should be in the wild. But... Actually, they deserve just as much respect as the other big cats like leopard and lion. They're very, very impressive. And even though there has been no human fatalities in the wild, every now and then there is a cheetah attack. So I think they deserve our respect. Oh, gosh. Respect given over here. I don't know about you, Lisa, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're a cheetah and you're listening, I super respect you and I would never have you as a pet. Please don't attack me. (laughs) That's more like it. Very good. Ryan, can you explain how cheetahs hunt and what they do once they catch their prey? Well, cheetahs have claws kind of like cleats, if you know what a cleat is. And they really don't entirely retract. They don't move in. They're pretty much always exposed And so this helps a lot in picking up speed for them. And even as hunters, they're extraordinarily graceful. And if you ever get a chance to see them captured in any kind of slow motion photography, they maintain a really beautiful, repetitive rhythm in their stride. Wow. They sound kind of like a trained dancer. Well, actually, many Africans actually emigrated to Cuba in the 1920s and the 30s. And I've made note of how it became an unusual tradition in the 1940s to name the eldest daughter in a Cuban family Cheetah, like Cheetah Rivera. And several of these women did indeed become exceptionally famous in the dance world. And this is where the dancer's term to spot or spotting actually comes from. It's funny just how these things travel around culturally. Anyway, um, just getting back to your question, it's generally the males of the species that do the hunt and pretty much always during the day when there's less danger of being attacked by larger predators. But at the end of the kill, it's really strange because they put so much energy in the hunt. Once they've killed their game, they need to take about a half hour before they can be rested well enough to actually eat it. I'm the same way with pizza. 
Like, <laughs> uh, once it gets here, I'm like, you know what? It was so hard ordering it. I think I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eleanor, back to you. This question's for Shannon. What is your favorite thing about cheetahs? Um, the first thing that I can think of is I love the sounds that they make. So unlike other big cats, which you probably already know, they like to roar. Cheetah can't actually roar. So instead, they make different sounds like a chirping or a squeaking, and they will purr like many cats. And of course, they'll growl if they're not happy. I can play a sound effect of a cheetah if you want to hear it. Oh, yes. I would like to hear that. Yeah. I think that might be a chicken, Lisa. No, no, no. Don't call them chicken. They're very brave. They are. They're very brave. But are you sure that's the... She said they don't roar, so that's probably what they sound like. I see. (laughs) Does that sound familiar to either of you? Does that sound like a cheetah? Um, It does not. No, it sounds a little like an emu to me. (laughs) I'm really fast. (laughs) Like an emu. Right. Eleanor, does that sound like an emu to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to do an emu episode, right, Eleanor? We'll have to do that sometime. Yeah. All right. But until then, we're back to cheetahs. Where were we? Ryan, what are some differences between cheetahs and other big cats? Well, for me anyway, what makes a cheetah so distinctive from the other big cats is its ability to attain speed. And it does this at almost 70 miles per hour. And just a matter of seconds, it's like maybe three or four seconds because their tails are almost a yard long and they act like a kind of a pathfinder, you know, steering them, almost like a boat's rudder would. And also, unlike big cats, lions especially, cheetahs don't live in groups. In fact, the females live alone and they primarily take care of their cubs. The other difference between a cheetah and a big cat is a big cat, it would like sit on the top of your couch and you would pet it and you'd be like, oh, it's a big, big cat. And then a cheetah would eat you. <laughs> if you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy, and that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. 
It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are like really sneaky and you often don't know how they're feeling. And the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Big Fib! All right, it's time for the Shorts on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for the first expert, and then Eleanor will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa resets the timer for our next expert to do the same. Experts, answer each question in a cheetah stride. All right, Eleanor, let's start with Shannon. You can ask your Shorts on Fire questions now. How fast can cheetahs run? Uh, About 70 miles per hour. How are cheetahs' claws different from the claws of other cats? They don't retract. What do you call a group of male cheetahs who travel in a pack to hunt large prey? A coalition. Who is the ancient Egyptian goddess who has the head of a cheetah? Ooh, pass. Cheetah head. (laughs) No. The word cheetah comes from the Hindi word that means what? Uh, It means spotted or painted. What is the name of the gray mohawk that cubs have? That's called a mantle. How many cubs does a cheetah have at one time? Up to eight. What is the name of the cheetah who is the mascot for cheetos? I think it's um, Chester. Fact or fib, the female cheetah is called a (gasps) she-cheetah. Fib. Mrs. (laughs) Where is the cheetah capital of the world? Oh, pass. And that is time. New Brunswick, New Jersey is the (laughs) cheetah capital of the world. No, incorrect. (laughs) All right. Lisa, do us a favor and kindly reset the timer. Hey, Deborah, ain't no thing. Done. (laughs) Thank you so much. All right. Very good. Eleanor, you can ask Ryan your shorts on fire questions now. The cheetah is native to which continent? Africa. About how many spots does a cheetah have? Mm, 800. What purpose does the black streaks on cheetah's face have? It shields the sunlight from their eyes. Fact or fib? Cheetahs only roar when they are defending their territory. Fib. How old is the oldest cheetah fossil found in South Africa? Approximately 5 million years old. 16 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) What markings do king cheetahs have? Uh, Three wide stripes down their back. A tattoo that says, I love mom. Oh, they do not. <laughs> How many cheetahs are left in the wild? Approximately 8,000. Name a predator of the cheetah. Lions. What color is the skin underneath the cheetah's fur? It's spotted, just like their fur is. What DC comic superhero battles the villain named Cheetah? Uh, I'm going to pass on that. Fact of fact, cheetahs can purr while inhaling and exhaling. That's correct. That's That's correct. And that is time. That's all the time. Listen, no more time. Nice try, Eleanor, but that's all the time. Okay, Okay, very good experts and very well asked, Eleanor. 
It's decision time. Eleanor will hunt for facts amidst the fiction when tracking the truth. Eleanor, who is our big cheetah fibber? Ryan. Why do you think Ryan is our fibber? I don't know. (laughs) Fair enough. Just a feeling. I like it. All right. We're going to find out if Eleanor is correct. Will the actual cheetah expert please say, I am the cheetah expert? I am the cheetah expert. (gasps) You did it. That's great. That's right. Shannon (laughs) Wilde is a National Geographic wildlife filmmaker and photographer who moved from Australia to South Africa in 2013. She has spent years documenting cheetahs throughout Africa and... She has even been mauled by a cheetah. Oh my gosh, this is, no, this is terrible. (laughs) What do you mean you've been mauled? Is that, I mean, you're fine. Is that correct? You're okay now? A little bit of nerve damage still, but yes, I'm, I'm. (laughs) And you're still back out there doing it? Yes, absolutely. It just made me respect cheetah even more than I did before. Well, what happened there? I thought that they were the friendliest of the big cats. Yes, definitely not one to underestimate. So I made a silly mistake and uh, I turned my back on it and I crouched down. (gasps) So it took its opportunity and uh, gave me quite a nasty bite on the arm. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to Mm. hear that. That sounds frightening. (laughs) But otherwise, you're out there filmmaking and taking photographs of cheetahs and other wildlife? Yes, uh, very, very lucky. It's the dream job. Amazing. That's amazing. All right. Well, I'm glad that you're relatively fine now, I suppose. Um, Is it awkward like when you see that cheetah again? (laughs) (laughs) I might have been a little apprehensive the next time I photographed a cheetah. (laughs) Yes, I would be too. That is frightening. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, let's do a spot check and figure this all out. Shannon, what did you hear that was perhaps a lie? Uh, That the males hunt specifically over the females, but they're actually solitary, so they all hunt Mm. for themselves. That is untrue and actually untrue even when it comes to lions. It's usually the Uh. females doing the work. The oldest fossil is approximately three million years, not five million. Oh, my gosh. And it's actually only about six hours' drive from where I live. Wow. So they are quite old. They don't seem that old when you see them in videos. (laughs) (laughs) They look pretty good. Yeah. Okay, very good. And Ryan, we're going to come over to you. How did you try to endanger the truth? Well, there is no custom in Cuba of naming eldest daughters cheetah, number one. Oh, And cheetahs actually have 2,000 spots. Oh, wow. Not 800. That's a lot. And Shannon caught the others. Oh, my gosh. And just to go back to some of Shannon's questions that she might not have known, the ancient Egyptian goddess who has the head of a cheetah, her name is Moftet, which means she who runs swiftly. Well, just her head. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think the whole body goes with her, I believe. And the cheetah capital of the world, Namibia, with the largest population. I should know that. New Brunswick is second. But that just goes to show that not everybody knows everything about anything, especially when the clock is ticking. Sometimes it can be challenging. But that didn't prevent Eleanor from guessing who our fibber was. So, quite a show. I'm ready for a catnap. 
Thanks to our contestant, Eleanor, who had the perfect catitude throughout the game. Thank you to our expert and liar, Shannon and Ryan. And thanks to Lisa, the coolest cat I know. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into the Big Fib, where we do our best to dismantle lies to prove that cheetahs never prosper. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. While you're there, you can find out how you can become a contestant on The Big Fib or send questions for me to answer on the show. Also, follow us on social media at The Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. And now I'm just going to crouch down and turn my back on this G. No, don't do that! Oh! Oh, it, it's tickling me! Hey! Oh! <laughs> oh, it's so sweet. Hi, little sweet. Oh, no, you know what? This is a house cat. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called the Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, we help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts.